opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the host and are not representative of their employers, spouses, or associates. If you haven't gathered from the title, the language used on the show is akin to that of a high school boy's locker room. Listener discretion is advised. The advice given in this podcast is worth what you pay for it, which is nothing. Well, hello and welcome to the show. Hello, everybody. My name is Tyler. I'm leading you on a celestial journey. Oh, this are you a spirit guide today? I am the spirit guide. <laughs> and in case you haven't figured it out, this is effed up farming. We're it's going, what brains crave. We're going <laughs> on a trip tonight. Just a little trip. Just a little trip. Oh, oh. Sorry. Yeah, the effed up farming podcast. It's what brains crave. Fuck Brondo. It doesn't need electrolytes. <laughs> it needs this podcast. It does. Always learning something up here, Tyler. Yep, yep, pretty much. <clears throat> so I'm very happy that uh, all of y'all are listening with us today. Uh, full disclosure, it got cold. It did. Got a little, got a little, got a little throat situation. I mean, I just all of a sudden one day decided it was time for it to be the end of fall, start of winter. And it, it you know, it's, it's like the old meme says, you know, it's Texas since text message it says, Hey, fall, you coming? <laughs> yeah. Me and winter about to roll up. <laughs> <laughs> and, and they came together in about 24 hours. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. But anyway, thanks. Just a little forewarning on that. Thanks for listening. And thank you to our sponsors. We've got Cliff's Farms. Up there in Hepburn, Saskatchewan. Not anymore. Now they're. Still from Saskatchewan. Like Mud River, Saskatchewan, or Muddy <laughs> Bank. Do they still have Mule that Hill. attention semen that is due to sell on February of 23? You know they sure might. What time is it there? It's 7 o'clock there? Is that right? 9 o'clock there. 9 o'clock there. Hello. Hey, where are you at? Am I live on the podcast? Uh, yeah, and we're trying to do a new sponsorship for you, and we, Roy said Hepburn, and I said, no, that's not right. It's like Muddy Bank or Mule River or some weird Canadian name. What, where are you at these days? We're, it's, now outside of, we're now outside of Martinsville. 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 I should have known that one. Yeah, you should have. should have known that one. And just and, for the... F- and unfortunately, there's no, there's no more attention to you <laughs> Damn! That's going to be my next question. <laughs> Well, uh, well, do you have anything else for sale then? Royce, how about Tyler's comment about LinkedIn when he hasn't even made a post on there? He's like, I'm just an observer. (laughs) It's just a creeper. (laughs) Well, I am an observer. (laughs) And to be fair, to be fair, I told that one guy to look me up on LinkedIn and hit me up. You can call Tyler the watcher. The watcher, he's just on there scrolling, looking at reading everybody's resumes when they're posting. The only thing that would make me more creepy on LinkedIn is if I had red hair. (laughs) Yeah, then you'd be in high demand. At least everybody knows I've got a soul. (laughs) What do you you call it when one ginger wants to high-five one of his friends? Clapping. (laughs) 
He's implying gingers ain't got no friends. My daughter's ripping her back in the background. Speaking of red-headed <laughs> demon spawn. She is, uh, she's full of her tonight. Yeah, well, that's good. Vinegar. Okay, well, that's really all we needed. We'll let you get back to your evening. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's all good. All right. All right. Thanks, hey, Curtis. Do you want to say something to daddy's friend? Okay. What are you going to say? Hello. Hello. <laughs> oh, and she's gone. All right. <laughs> Fair All enough. right. Well, Curtis, you All got right. anything I'll else you want to sell? Oh. Since you're out of attention, semen. Oh, we got attention sons. Oh, well, now we're oh, selling now the, we're sons selling the sons. Okay. We got we got bowls for sale. Now we know where that semen went. There we go. He didn't sell it. He had to we use it. Attention when he was three and we only started selling semen on attention when he was six okay so we're about to get our fifth calf crop off of him aged like fine wine he's aging like fine wine he looks good too well that's good Good oh you could you could shout out my my main on jew heifer selling a western aggravation my maintainer uh, you know, we don't have to shout it out because you happen to be on the podcast. So if you would just say what you want, oh, I'll, I'll make sure and get it out there. I didn't realize you're recording me live. I yes. That, we I told you you were on the podcast. Yeah, well, I, I just spaced out because I have two little ginger seeds uh, yelling in the background here. But anyways, check out the Cliffs Farm sale entry into the Canadian Western Agribition Main on Juice sale. I think she's pretty good. Awesome. Do not hit that with a hammer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make that a button. I'm going to make that a button. That has got to be It's going to go right with <laughs> Do not hit that with a hammer. Did you hear her in the background? She's like, okay. No, no more. <laughs> All right, fellas. I've cool. All right. Sounds like you got a rebellion going on. So we'll write right, you later. Bye. Good luck, bud. See ya. All right. From the wild <laughs> northlands of Canada. Do not hit that. With <laughs> oh, that was that ended up being a good call. I'm glad I did that. Yes, sir. Also, we've got Mo Cattle Company. We have got bulls for sale. Ready to go. On the ground. Yes, sir. My wife's getting attached, so let's get rid of them. Let her get a little more attached. Really rip that rug out from But her hurricane's either. getting attached, too. Okay. That's problematic. Let's go ahead and get rid of them. Don't make me break a little girl's heart. Do it now. Rip the Band-Aid off. Give us a call. Hit us up. We got three half-blood Simmental Angus and one, one purebred Angus. Top 1% on his uh, dairy, oh, Angus on dairy. Oh, yeah, that was the one yeah. you sent me today. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So if you got some Holsteins, you want to convert over to uh, something a little better than just milk cows, look at our bowl. There you go. But we'll get into more of that later. Um, also, we've got Meek Club Lambs in Gageby, Texas. You know if they got anything left for sale or they sold out? 
You know, I don't know. When Tommy never has good enough service, I got to like Snapchat, FaceTime him or some wacky horse shit like that. So we're not even going to let it go. Okay. I'm guessing they've got something. If not, they will. You know how you find out? You, you call go them. to Meat Club Lambs on Facebook. They're right there. Just ask them. S- slide into them DMs. Bring you back a fuzzy friend. There you go. Something wool for <laughs> Christmas. Hadley, you stay off that Facebook page. <laughs> uh, and next, we've got Texas Beverage and Package in Groom and Canyon, Texas. Check them out. Uh, you know, I was talking with somebody the other day about he went into Groom and he said, you know, I was looking around and, you know, the supply still looks the same, but they didn't have like a lot of new stuff like I'm kind of used to. And I said, yeah, you got to go to Canyon. He said, yeah, that's what they told me. So by God, people go to Canyon and complain. We want, the, we want the selection back in groom. Or maybe just give us a phone call before you head over there. Yeah. Do a little bootlegging. There you go. There you go. But like he said, the selection is still perfect. I mean, it's a huge selection. If you don't go in there every other day like this guy, you're probably not going to realize that there's not any new stuff. Yeah. Like, we haven't even worked our way through that entire store yet. So, I mean, we got room. We Yeah. We still got a fine. lot of things we hadn't picked from yet. It's fine. But go check out the new store. Go check out the old store. Check them out on Facebook. They normally have uh, ads on there. We try to do a good yeah. job of sharing them on our Facebook page. But sometimes we don't. It, right, it just it, Sometimes we get busy. It falls through the crack. I'm trying to stay off of the social medias, and our social media manager sucks. So, you know, just, sometimes it just doesn't happen. It just, yeah. Things and then go a little crazy. we got Ballard's Guns. You can also check them out on Facebook, and you can also check them out at ballardsguns.com. If he doesn't have it, he'll find it for you. Located right there in White Deer, Texas. Uh, go in there, have a chat, see what they got. Nice people. They'll find it. They'll that find they it will. fast. If Quick he doesn't he find it, he will find you a very adequate uh, replacement. Yeah, I would agree with that. All right, Tyler, let's roll into our Texas Beverage and Package Booze Review. What do you got for us tonight in that shiny bottle? Well, you know, Royce... This is going to sound a lot like last week, but we got a new riff on an old tradition because this is New Riff Kentucky Straight Rye Whiskey, distilled in bond without chill filtration. This is a sour mash uh, consisting of 95% rye and 5% malted rye. It is aged at least four years. So I'm kind of excited about this. It again has a very nice looking bottle. It's got the black paint on the top there. It's very similar to last week's bottle, just with the green It's got the, in the green label. accent. And this was distilled in fall of 2018. Very nice. There's just some of that. How'd you dot your finger up? I did that a while back. That's when I shut it in the car door. Oh, mine's already healed up from whenever I smashed it the next day, whenever I was making fun of you for smashing your finger. Oh, did you really? Yeah. I mean, I smashed it pretty good, but... Uh, once again, everybody told me that I was going to lose my fingernail. Yeah. Because I get told that all the time when I smash my fingers real bad. Never happens. I have never lost a fingernail. I have lost a fingernail whenever I smashed a finger, and that some bitch never really grew back. Y- y- you lost this the finger. This one did come back. You lost the tips of your fingers. Well, this one just came back. Yeah. That one, not as much. But no, like that, because you smashed your car door, and then the next day I was fixing the flat on that tractor, and I went to let the... High lift down, mm. and I just smashed her right in there. It's still got a little spot, but it's mostly healed up. Yeah. No, that uh, 
That brew's pretty good. It's gonna. I'm wondering how far out that blood blister is gonna come before it goes oh, back to normal behind it's it. It's gonna go all the way, man. You think it's gonna go all the way down? It's gonna go all the way. It's gonna look like you paint your fingernails. Yeah. Well. Okay. Paint them in blood. It's Halloween. There That's how you're you supposed go. to do it. So once again, the new riff is killing it with the color. It's probably that four years worth of aging. It's that dark, beautiful golden. That is spicy. Sticks to the edge of the glass well. That is so spicy. Have very high spice to it. It's almost got like a pumpkin smell to it. You know, like a pumpkin pie. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm. I'm with you on that one. That is that is spicy. That is got that's got a lot going on with it. A uh, little good. to no anise. Yeah, very light on the anise. Very spice forward. Um, almost kind of tastes like a spiced pear. I'm glad the pumpkin didn't come through as much on the palate. It really doesn't. It's very smooth, very drinkable. It's got a nice mouthfeel to it. It coats the mouth and the tongue very well. Quite oily. That uh, that spice stays with your tongue. It doesn't just leave. Cloves. So okay. But not overwhelming cloves. No, it's not overwhelming. It's just it hits you right there at the front, and it kind of stays with you the whole yeah. time. Yeah, because there was one we had. I can't remember which one it was that was so very clovey. We've had a lot of them. That it's we kind of hard to say. But, I mean, we didn't drink it. It was so clovey. Yeah. And I don't remember which one it was. Uh, it might have been the Pendleton Rye. No, I think that one just wasn't good. I think that's what it was. This I don't even remember if this was even a rye or if it was just a bourbon or a whiskey. That I don't know. I remember the Still Austin was heavy on the cinnamon. Yeah, that's not it. It was longer ago than that. But this is this is really good for a rye. Um, I'm digging it. It's a rye that I can get behind. I like it. You know, Sazerac rye is one of my favorite ryes, and this mm-hmm. one really follows it. it it's uh, a little hotter than a Sazerac. What is the... Oh, it's bonded, it's, so it's 100 proof. It's 100 proof. Um, it's a little hotter, and it's maybe a little bit spicier, mm-hmm. but it's not so much that there's more spice to it. It's just that it's a more defined spice. I, I would agree with that. It's got just enough sweet to balance it out. It's not overly sweet. It's not overly wooded. So it's allowing that spice to come through in a very nice way. I kind of figured that would be a little more oaky, as dark as it is. Mm-hmm. Well, it's only been aged four years, so you know that might help help it a little bit. Oh, that is wonderful on ice. Yeah, it really comes to life after you put it on the ice. I mean that the the cold texture it gets a lot sweeter. A lot oilier, even. Thicker. Maybe. I don't know. I probably should have drank the water out of my glass before I dumped it in there. I probably watered it down a little too much. Um, but I think it uh, it's definitely sweeter. I would agree with you. Still getting a lot of cloves and uh, maybe some cardamom. Maybe some crimson. You know, like crimson and clover? Yeah. Over and over. Had to sing that song in my head a minute. I figured. Appreciate it. That's why I said it. I don't even know what crimson tastes like. Isn't that a color? I believe it is. Like I know it's a color, but is there is is that a? To be honest, I don't really know the words of that song. Just heard it a lot. Just crimson and clover over and over. I think that's the whole song. 
No, there's other words in it. It is just a rich, deep red color, including to purple, inclining to purple. Okay, well, there you go. There's your fun fact of the first part of this little episode. So, Royce, how are you going to score that? Uh, that's a that's a tough one because it is it is very good. I think I think I'm gonna go with seven. I was thinking a flat seven. I mean that is that is a tasty tasty rye. I was thinking a six and a half, but it's better than a six and a half. Did you recall what Sazerac got? I can look. It's the Doc Swinson's rye that I gave a nine. That one was good. There's sure enough. And I don't know. Maybe this one's close to that. If I gave Sazerac a seven, I'll give this like a seven and a half or an eight because it is a little bit better. They got passes. Are you sure that's just the cocktail portion? I am not at all sure. I think that's, did we do just Sazerac on its own? Or did you just not put it down? I'm not sure if we did do Sazerac on its own. I know we did before we made the Sazerac cocktails. You just didn't write down the score. I'm hedging my bets. I don't think we. I'm going to give this a seven and a half. Okay. I don't know that we did do Sazerac. I didn't think we had the Sazerac. That's why we had to do the Pendleton Sazerac whiskey. Uh, we did it at a different time is what I'm saying. I don't know what to tell you. It's there. So obviously we did do it at some point. Maybe we did. I don't. I'm almost positive. Either way, it doesn't matter. I'm, go, I'm going to seven and a half. I changed my Going mind. to seven and a half. I'm sticking with the. First thought, wrong thought. There you go. Thinking I mean, it's, long, thinking wrong. It's still so good. We'll make sure and write so it down good. so we know. I already did. I'm going to change your score. And Royce, what do you say we try to get this list up to the good folks on Facebook? You know, we should. We should do them I've a favor. I've had multiple requests about that. I'm thinking you should. Okay, let me figure out how to do that, and I will do that. I've heard that before. I mean, I have been. Every- People just know I'm trying. I am trying. Everybody that is on or that can text message me, I have willingly texted a link to this list out and shared it with everybody that it ha- that has asked me. So, but I will do my best to make it more accessible to the public out there that may or may not have my phone number. Or we can just give them out your phone number. No. It's easy, man. It's a- You're correct. I know. I guessed that right the other day when I was filling out a form. I was so jazzed. <laughs> Good for you, buddy. Because I normally fuck up the last part. I won't say it again. I'll go ahead and bleep it out for you. It was nice of you. I know you're going to be a little pansy about it. You're over there getting in your feelers. Don't want oh, these yeah. fine people to know your phone number. I have a feeling half of them already do. Maybe. Maybe more than that. Could be. Look, if you don't have Royce's phone number, but you have mine, let me know. I'll send it to you. <laughs> I want it for the record, Tyler. You also have access to this list, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, but you're the social media guy. And you could text it to anybody. And you manage that list. I do manage the list. I don't want to get in the middle of your jam. Yeah, fair enough. Now, if you wanted to get in the middle of my jam start editing, I'm all about it. I mean, we see how that's going on our Facebook account, so I don't know that I would recommend that. If you don't, you don't five think you need people <laughs> need this Brondo shot to the brain. I don't know if you uh, can handle the responsibility. Uh, I'm fairly sure I could not. So, all right. Well, we're going to move on here, and we're going to go to Killing the Day. And I'm going to go with, actually, so I'm only going to gonna promote the one song. But, but real quick, I would like to mention the whole album. It's called uh, Texas Wild. 
and it was released by the Texas Parks and Wildlife Foundation. Okay. And so it's all Texas people, and they're all singing covers and stuff like that. It's a great album. I mean, Texas Parks and Wildlife Foundation, obviously, I think they do a good deal. Uh, uh, mostly. I mean, I would agree with... There's a few of these songs on here that I'm not really digging, uh, just the style that, that they, they did them. Um, but they're just different. You might love them. I don't know. But, I mean, I it's, a, it's an impressive list. I mean, you got Fat Tony, Ryan Bingham, Adriana Casada, uh, Shaky Graves, Sir Woman... The Texas Gentleman, The Sufferers, Luna Luna, uh, The Toadies, and Shane Smith and the Saints featuring Hayes Carl. So, like, it's an impressive list of people. And like I said, they're all wow. singing. You know, they got Poncho and Lefty, and uh, that's right, you're not from Texas. It's really, really different than what you'd expect whenever you hear the name of that song. Yeah. But it's cool. So go check that out. Make sure and support our lovely Parks and Wildlife. I, I was torn on this one. I didn't know which way to go. So I decided I'm going to go with Ryan Bingham singing a Toadies classic, Possum Kingdom. I'll show you my dark secret. So there was that. Yeah, that's a good cover of that song, Tyler. I figured Ryan Bingham would do a pretty good job on that song because let's be honest, for some of the shit that Ryan Bingham puts out, that's not that far off. That's a good point. He did a good job with that song. Like, you know, what's that song he's got? Guess he's knocking on the door. That's true. I'm pretty sure he was going to pull off the toadies. Yeah, that's good Might point. be harder than the toadies. I don't know. It's kind of hard to say. Yeah, I'd say it's right there. Right there. If you have an opinion, let us know. We're taking a poll. Who did it better? I feel like a pretty close race. Ah. But if you were curious, the Toadies singing a Kelly Clarkson song, pretty fucking badass. Oh? Yes. What song did they sing? Like, did they... Did, they, did, did the Toadies put one on there? Yes. On the Texas. Texas? Oh, I didn't realize they were from Texas. I'm actually kind of cool that if you want to put this one on there too. <laughs> I like that one. I'm not a big fan of Kelly Clarkson, but they, not either. <laughs> they really here, you know, 34 years after the iconic hit pump the jam. Here we are with the toadies. <laughs> that's a, that's a good one. That was a good song. Both of those were good songs. I like them. Like I said, there's a couple on there that were a little a little far out there for me. Yeah. But. I mean, you give artists 
artistic license with somebody else's stuff. Some of them try and make it their own. And well, there's those people I didn't even know. So oh, like, yeah. that just might be their style. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, right. Good, good addition. Yeah. Good addition. So, since you've been gone. <clears throat> I'm bringing Method by Ian No. Method. Everybody loves a Method. I mean, we got plenty of them in this part of the world. Not as many as other places. I mean, it's probably probably more than we need, but. Struck gold away, kicked and he rode, and like a bandit, he tore out of town. Oh, now he's out on the prowl. You'd better get up and go back inside, cause he's loose on the land, getting all that he can, and there won't be nowhere to hide. Yeah, he's crawling his way to that fix for the day You won't stop him, he's bent to be fed He's the low heathen kind With a shit mangled mind The desperate fucking meth head What a treasure Ian No is He is good, he's, that's his second addition to this uh, playlist Both very good songs that dude's good. I feel like he's known a few meth heads in his day. He's probably been around a couple of them, yes. That was just that was a nice flash that you just gave me. There, oh, I'm buddy. sorry. I didn't see the sound where I couldn't take flash photography. <laughs> I wish you wouldn't in my eyes. A little bright. You just wait until I finish typing this Snapchat and you're going to catch it again. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure I'm fixing to catch it on that Snapchat. No, I doubt it. I was just sending one to our good friend Rex Brandon. Oh, he well. upgraded his Rex tech today. His what? His Rex Tech. Oh? Yeah. What'd he get? Um, he got some grill grates for the Rex Tech. Ah. And that's why I sent him a picture of you saying, this guy's got some of those. I like them. They look like the exact same ones. But they're all the same. They just cut them different to fit different grills. Well, I figured. You don't have a Rex Tech. You're not yeah. cool enough. No, I'm I'm not. You're Yoder. Yeah. You're basically Amish. At this point, it seems like it. <clears throat> it seems like that's who wired it up. And when it uh, tried to quit us before we cooked our $500 steaks at the cookout. That's no joke. I'm just glad we tried to fire that thing up and give it a little test run. That is no joke that we fired it up in plenty of time to do that. But yes, I would definitely, on a grill like that, or probably even the Rex Tech, assuming I hadn't looked into those very much in the last, what, five years since I've had my my Yoder. But the I know they work really well on the Yoder for searing stuff and getting grill marks. See, I don't even think they're necessary on my Traeger. I get good grill marks. I don't know why everybody says you can't get grill marks on a Traeger. I have zero problem with that. I don't know. I know I know these will do it pretty quick. If you know, I a minute get, and a minute. If I get antsy, you know, you're moving. Like, you've got to be deliberate in your action to get the good grill marks. But that's kind of everything. Yeah. Just like Brandon. You want clean lines? Be deliberate. Be deliberate. There you go. Um, so, uh, that seems like as good a transition as any to move on to a brand new segment that we're going to start here, Royce. What are we doing? Hang on. I know I wanted to do a new segment. You want to go ahead and do the, uh, nope. I got it right here. Okay. I got it right here. So. This is going to be a segment brought to you by Mo Cattle titled 
the eat beef recipe of the week. Okay. Okay. So, you know, I recently got a half of beef. You recently got a half of beef. You know what one of the main things that troubles me whenever I get a half of beef? Trying to eat a half of beef? No, we don't have Trying to use the hamburger meat? We don't have it. No. No. Not even a little bit of my problems. The hamburger meat's round steak. Okay. You know how many recipes I've got for hamburger meat? Uh, Probably a lot. Like 50. I just forget about Maybe 100. I mean, you got your meatloaf. You got your stews. You got your soups. You got your tacos. You got your hamburgers. You got. I mean, it's a very versatile meat. I mean, you can do anything with it. Round steak. How many round steak recipes do you have, Royce? Three that I can think of. Maybe four. Might be able to get to five pretty easy. So you got your chicken fries. Got your obviously. chicken fries. Are we counting steak fingers as a separate recipe? No, from- sir. <laughs> no, sir. It's the same deal. Same deal. Extra step, though. Uh, it's it, that's, <laughs> that's like with hamburgers. I guess I've got 101 because I've got flame-broiled hamburgers and then I've got fried hamburgers. Smoked okay. hamburgers. Uh, yeah. Cool it, Bubba. I mean, you've this got, ain't shrimp. Cool you got, it. You got chicken fried steak. You've got just Swiss steak. Yeah. You could cook it like a steak. That's hard to do tenderized round. I mean, it, it would be hard to do, even, but you could even untenderized round. You could you could grill it. I don't know that you'd want to, but you could grill it. You know, I have never once tried to grill it. I might have <laughs> to try that. You know, why don't you do the recipe of the week next episode <laughs> and you let us know how grilled around steak. You know, it's the thing. Like, you know, I, I, I thought about that. this just for funsies, but now that we've gotten on to the, you know, we got to eat the round steak, it's, maybe we do the round steak recipe of the week. But a stir fry. I'm pretty sure Granny used to put it in a stir fry. It wasn't really a stir fry. That was more of an Asian smothered steak. Yeah. Yeah. It was awful soupy for a stir fry. I mean, it was a stir fry without the frying and the stirring. It was, it was really more <laughs> rice and vegetables and Asian braise. Okay, yeah. I'll go Asian braise. Okay. Because she kind of, you know, seared it, I guess, and then braised it off in her teriyaki sauce with the peppers and the nasty fruits. And but, I mean, you could you could stir fry it like that, I think, and, and do all right. I have done that. After you braised it. Yes. So that's why I was saying that. Yeah. No, I've, I've used it in uh, uh, Krapow instead of using ground beef. Yeah. And it works pretty well. I could see that. It's Slice it into strips. easier. Yeah. Yeah. Just kind of. Like steak finger size mm-hmm. strips. Okay, so anyway, what I cooked this week was a round steak with a mushroom and a mushroom and onion whole grain mustard gravy. Well, that sounds delightful. So I, I took my round steak and I probably should have dredged it in some flour. Mm-hmm. But you know, my wife's going gluten free, so kind of screwed that one up. Thanks so a lot, Haley. I browned it off like she's listening. So I browned it off pretty good. Set it aside. Sliced my onions, went rainbows. Okay. Caramelized them pretty good. Threw my uh, garlic in there. Some sliced baby bella mushrooms or overpressed cremini mushrooms, as some people like to call them. Are they the same? Yes. Exact same. I had wondered because I was looking for cremini's the other day and I was like, I'll just Get take the, the baby, baby bellas, bellas because they're the exact same mushroom. Because the, the, I mean, it's a mushroom and it's close enough, but I did not, and I meant to look it up and see what the mm-hmm. difference was, but I forgot. And so. Now here you are, a day later, coming to me with the information I needed. You know what, man? We're it's, back to it's what I'm here for. The Rondo brain. for the brain. <laughs> Rondo for the brain. It's what they crave. All right, so you put. So uh, anyway, I put my garlic in there. I sliced my baby bellas, and I, I let them 
cook down just yeah. a little bit, and then I hit them with a little bit of W sauce and a good spoonful of uh, that good whole grain mustard. Let that cook down just a little bit. Try to flash off some of the vinegar and such in the mustard, and then I put my brown gravy in there. And it was at this point that I put my meat back in, and I added about a cup of sour cream. Okay. Okay. Cooked that down, got a little creamy, and then I ended up using a little bit of a cornstarch slurry to thicken, to it, thicken up it back up a little, little bit. bit. Like I said, I think if I'd have browned it with some flour, probably wouldn't have had to do that. Yeah, you'd have had the the thickening agent already in it. Yeah. So did you home make your brown gravy, or did you use it out of a packet? Or did I miss that step of the recipe? Just told you how I made it. Okay. Use beef broth. Oh, there you go. That's why I had to thicken it. That's why I said, did I miss that part of the recipe? Right. The W, yeah. the mustard. Oh, okay. Oh, I'll put some tomato paste in there, too. Oh, okay. About a tablespoon, tablespoon and a half. Yeah. Who really measures that stuff? And then, uh, like I said, half to a cup of sour cream. Oh, I bet that was good. I got a little heavy with my mustard, so I added a little bit more sour cream to kind of balance that out. Yeah. But you wouldn't think tangy sour cream would tone down tangy mustard. Learn something new every day. Worked great. I could actually see that working pretty well. I think it was the cream aspect. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, that it would it'd tame it down. Yeah. Sounds No, delightful. it was really good. Served it over brown rice. I think it would have been really good over mashed potatoes. I could see that. But I went for the added fiber of some brown rice. Yeah, or even egg noodles. Egg noodles would be another good option. Yeah. Egg noodles go well with a lot of things. I it's forget about it. It's hard to find something egg noodles don't go it well It really with. is. See, because egg noodles were actually my first choice, but I didn't have any. Ah. And I wasn't about to make egg noodles because it's not that hard, but who's got the time? So then I went mashed potatoes. Then I th- saw my brown rice sitting there. I thought, yeah, let's go, let's go brown rice. You know, I could see that being a good substitute. Or even Serve a wild rice. English peas. I'm not big on wild rice. Really? Rice. See, I like wild rice. I buy the, uh, what's that? It comes in the little clear tub with a green lid, wild rice blend, the royal blend or something like that. Oh, yeah? It's fine. I, I don't mind like a wild rice pilaf with the vegetables yeah. and stuff in it. But like if I'm going to make a bed of rice, I would prefer to go brown or white. Okay. Interesting. You're not gonna you're not gonna hack it in Minnesota. Nope. Because that is they sell wild rice everything. Well, I mean, you got to sell what you got, man. That's it's it's like it's not even wild up there anymore. It's uh it's kind of like the uh, salmon in Saskatoon. Fair enough. Walleye in Michigan. There you have it. Michigan. No. No, it was Minnesota. Was it? Lots of walleye when it was in was Minnesota. There? It was in Austin. It's been a while since I've but been to Minnesota. it was never fried right. All I remember is just the wild rice everywhere, which we were there the end of summer. And very, I mean, people selling wild rice on the corner of the street. Okay, that's fair. I was there in November. There Not many people, many people doing the- shit on the street. <laughs> but here's my beef with Minnesota, okay? They had walleye in every little dive bar and restaurant that we went to. And I ordered the walleye a couple times. The first walleye I got was like a grilled walleye. It was fine. Okay. The second walleye I got was fried walleye. And I was excited because walleye is one of my favorite fish. We've been catching them out of Lake Meredith for since I was yay high. Okay. Okay. Bread them in cornmeal and fry them. They all wanted to do some beer batter, tempura, thick, fluffy horse shit. More like a fish and chips type deal. That's not how you cook a good fish like a wall. That's how you cook cod. Yeah. So disappointed. Oh, So disappointed. 
Well, they're from up north there. They don't have many taste buds. They don't but. Know. I'm just lucky they didn't serve me lutefisk, I guess. <laughs> Isn't that walleye? No, it's herring. I know it is fish. It's white fish that they like. I think so, yeah. Pickle or lye. Ferment. Or... It's kind of a fermented pickling. It's got something to do with lye, I'm pretty That's sure. That's why I'm calling it a fermented pickling. All I know is it didn't treat Bobby that well, and uh, I ain't... <laughs> You hear lots of things about it, and not very many of them are good. Mm-mm. So, okay. so, speaking of go. your your grainy mustard, mm-hmm. have you tried the uh, the fresh Hatch Chili Company's green chili Dijon grain mustard? No, I saw it the other day, but I didn't get any. It is fantastic on ham sandwich. Okay, I'll buy that. So, is it more Dijon or whole grain? Uh, whole more whole grain. I mean, it's a okay. very very grainy. Dijon well, mustard. But like does it have the white wine and all that to it like you get in the Dijon? Because that's what gives the Dijon mustard its distinct flavor is the white wine and, and the way they make it. I don't know. It's hard to tell with the added green chilies in there. Because okay. it's get a, got an extra twang to it. Okay. Has it got the but horseradish in it? I think so, yeah. All right. Well, I'm, I'm pretty good. Because I went from using uh Grape upon. Correct. To that. Mm-hmm. And it's it's all very similar, but with green chilies and whole okay. grain mustard in it. Very good. Recommend it. I got you. Definitely recommend. I'll have to check that out. I got. I was sitting here thinking when you were describing it, that might have been good in that dish. Added a little spice mm, to it. I don't know. May have been too much. I don't know. I like the whole grain mustard because it just adds a little bit. Like You basically have to get the little pearl of mustard. To get the flavor of it. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't just like blast your whole gravy. Yeah. I can see that. That's just me. Gonna have to try that recipe out though, Tyler. So I hope y'all like that. Check it out. Might have to rewind a couple times. Good news is, if you've got us downloaded, not hard to do. No. Kind of a phone number, shoot me a text. I'll tell you, I don't care. Yeah. Half of you probably got it in Snapchat. If you really want the recipe, say something on the Facebook page. Tyler, add it to that. Mm-hmm. I can do that. So, wouldn't be hard to do. No. We can get what the people want. It's what brains crave. <laughs> okay, so let's move on to this week's Farming Fuck Up, Royce. All right, this week's Ballard Guns Farming Fuck Up, we have got Escaping Buffalo. What are they escaping from, Royce? A trailer. Right out that suicide door. <laughs> I mean, the guy, the gate had to have been left open. You could almost say that that is aptly named as the suicide door, except for the fact that you can tell that they waited for the trailer to slow down and make that turn before they took off. Yeah, I mean, you once you watch it a second time, the first time I didn't notice that door being open until the buffalo escaped from it, or stuck his head out of it as he mm-hmm. pulled in that gate. But this, when you rewatch it, you can clearly see that gate open as he's slowing down and making the turn. And then the first buffalo jumps out, and he runs right back out that gate. Or that might not have been that bad, depending on what said gate closes off in. So you see, what really sucks about this is he makes the turn, first buffalo jumps out. He hops out of the pickup, runs around, and the rest of the buffaloes try to jump out. Do jump out. I don't know if there's any left in the trailer or not. But... The problem is, like, if that would have been cattle, good odds he could have stopped that third one in the trailer. Buffalo, you... They ain't got much fight or flight. It's no. all fight. And you're not going to herd them back like that. I don't know. that. Tra- it's, it's like there's something still moving in that trailer. So I can see... It's probably just that compartment 
The, yeah, there's got to be a middle gate in there yeah. somewhere. You couldn't load that many buffalo in a trailer that long without having some kind of gate in them. they just destroy that trailer. You would think so. But hopefully, wherever he is in that gate, he can, or wherever that gate closes off to, he's got some way of We're corralling hoping. the two buffalo that he's already got in there. Because like I said, that one, he runs back out on the highway. He's yeah. gone. Well, let's hope it's the packing house. You, you let the Indians have him at that point. Let's hope that's the packing house. Maybe it's like that scene in, uh, oh, crap. Home of the fighting bull that likes flowers. Oh, Ferdinand. Ferdinand. Oh, hopefully that's that's kind of a Ferdinand situation. and They're just at the slaughterhouse. They're going to save their friend. Well, there you go. Better look on the bright side, Tyler. But I don't know. I thought that was interesting. Find on the gram. That is, um, I like to comment, typical Ford driver. Okay. <clears throat> well, that has to do with anything here. I'm, I'm not sure either, but... Because if we want to talk about typical drivers... We can tell a little story about a gate getting left open and us chasing four little bulls around 30 minutes. <laughs> that wasn't anything that was being pulled by pickup, though. Yeah, that wasn't, that wasn't, that wasn't I did a not Ford leave, driver that did that. I did not leave the gate open. The gate came open. He didn't latch it open. And did not have it open enough. The problem was the gate <laughs> shut. <laughs> Neither here nor there. Neither here nor there. Completely opposite problem of this guy. And it does have a latch. It's got the little hook. And I had hooked it. Apparently not very good, Royce. Not good enough. Um, oh, here's a fun fact for you today. Uh, we uh, might have got that trailer that we're storing feet in a little too close to that hot wire. Oh? Yeah. Did Ark across to it? No, but I dang near got zapped whenever I reached to grab that gate and swing it closed. Uh, you know, when we were loading that feet in there, I was wondering, I thought... I thought I had know? more room than that. You know, that's kind of close, I just but I got bet a, it's, Maybe I, bet I just got a little wide. Because I hit the fence. It just didn't bite me because I had the gate open. Dodged a bullet there. You did. It wasn't hot. That you did. So maybe that's another, you know, I wasn't really paying attention to it because I knew it wasn't hot. But even cold wire, it scared the crap out of me whenever I felt it on my skin. I'm sure. I'm sure. It was cold wire this morning. (laughs) It was cold this morning. Real cold. But 20, 21? 19 when I was taking Cora to school. Okay. I didn't get out of the house real early. Yeah. 7.30 this morning is 19. Broke ice for the first time today. How was it? It was fine. It was thin. Yeah, maybe a half inch. Eh, not too bad. Did you it, get your hatchet out? Uh, no, because I didn't want to go in the shop. So I used my sharpshooter out of the bed of my pickup. Did you uh, just scoop the ice out of the tank? I scooped some of the ice out of the tank. Here's what you got to know about that. It's harder than you think to scoop ice out of a tank with a sharpshooter. You know, I, I'm not surprised. But I did get surprised. it broke up good. Scooped him a good hole. It got warm enough today, it thawed anyway. No, there was still ice in it whenever I went to th- Yeah, but it should it have off. thawed a little bit. Yeah, I mean, but there was still ice. Yeah, I'm not surprised. It didn't get hot enough to thaw the entire tank, but it should have thawed enough for them to drink out of at least, even if you oh, didn't 100%. throw all the He'd already knocked out. a hole in it by the time I got yeah. there. Ice that thin if they're... They're thirsty. They're going to get themselves drunk. drink. I don't even think he was trying to get a drink. I think he felt it. And he thought, oh, what's this? And he started licking it. And it just broke up on him. It could have been. The old popsicle. Could have been. So, Royce, what are we looking at here? I just pulled something up just to have background on the page up there. But it's a harvest progress map. U.S. total harvested 
corn is 71%. Soybeans are 85. Moving on through the beans. It's about time. So apparently this neck of the wood of Texas is the last to harvest because there's 7% of the crop left in Texas to have to be harvested. I would buy that. I mean, our good friend Connor Stefano. I've been talking to him a little bit on the old Snapchat, and he finished stripping cotton like last week. I'm not surprised. They usually finish pretty quick. Mm-hmm. A lot earlier than we do. And you know they cut the corn before that. Mm-hmm. Well, they got to get the cotton out before the hurricanes hit. Mm-hmm. They damn sure do. And I feel like it's getting a little late. If they didn't have it out by now... There's he already said been his like been done for a while, except for like one field. He was doing some custom work. There, there might have been two or three hurricanes had a potential to come through already. Yeah, but they didn't. So, which hurricane season's getting a bit more erratic too? Been fairly calm so far this year. There's the one that hit Florida. Well, yeah, but I mean in the Gulf, the Gulf part of the. Um, I don't think there's been one in the Gulf. I don't think so there's either. One tropical storm that came through like. Two weeks or a month ago, but yeah, nothing, nothing like we had because you know there for a while we had two or three years in a row that Texas got nailed by a pretty good hurricane. Just yeah, completely flooded Houston. Yeah, you're you're right there. Made me glad I didn't. That live was down in two seven two thousand and seventeen. Ask me how I know. How do you know? Because the Astros fans were so damn salty about getting their ass kicked in the conference series that they were talking about, I'll never root for the Rangers. They're not from Texas. They wouldn't let us use their stadium in 2017 whenever the hurricane hit. Bunch of fucking pussies. Okay. I have had it up to here with them midget (laughs) Astro fans. Oh, the guys that live by the rule, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. Weren't trying hard enough this year, were you boys? <laughs> Didn't have their cheating down quite good enough. I loved it. Oh, they just screwed up. They started a fight. They woke the dragon. Dragon got his fucking head chopped off next game. <laughs> <laughs> next next two games? Yeah. yeah That's the next two games. All right, Tyler, what have you been up to this week? Last uh, week. Been talking to a lot of shit to some Astros fans. Well, that's good. Trying to watch a little baseball. Speaking of which, where are we at in the baseball? They were winning a minute ago. Three nothing. Top of the seventh. Awesome. We'll take that. What we like to see. Kind of excited about the Diamondbacks being on there because there's several of those guys on the Diamondbacks that were on the Sod Poodles. Really? Um, so I saw several of those guys play in Amarillo. That's cool. Yeah. So, I, mean, I didn't know neat. that anybody had gotten moved up that far yet. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think there's three or four of them on there. Well, good for them. Mm-hmm. I mean, I still hope they lose. Well, yeah, but I mean, it's still fun. to. They can have two games. Yeah. I mean, they get to play in a World Series. They can win two games of the World Series, and then they can go away. (laughs) It is cool to see somebody that played in a town like Amarillo, or a city like Amarillo, has made it on a team that's in the World Series. 100%. 100%. But uh, no, that's... I haven't done much. I didn't know know if you'd been seeing anything, looking at anything. Not a lot going on, especially after it froze. We damn sure aren't defoliating any cotton now. Uh, Mother Nature took care of it for us. Yep. Uh, if she she's not gonna drop her leaves now, you're you're stuck with them. Pretty much. Um, I'm so, just hoping all those little bowls at the top don't open. You know, I I can see that. Not gonna have much to limp pounds, but it is gonna fucking kill your grade. Uh, you know, Royce, I was talking <clears throat> with uh, a rep the other day, 
eating a little Indian food. Okay. And pretty sure the grades are going to be pretty shitty across the Yeah, they're the not going to be great. I'm not expecting much from the uh, grades. If anybody is just real excited to see what their grades are going to be, I think they're going to be very, very disappointed. I hope you have set your expectations low. You don't have to set them low. Let's just let's have a reasonable amount of optimism. Just a reasonable amount. So where did he think the grades would be? Uh, we didn't get into numbers. We just both agreed that they're going to be pretty, be pretty shitty. shitty. Yeah. No, I, I would agree with that. After the year we've had, <clears throat> I think we're just lucky to have any cotton that it's going to be stripped. Uh, you know, there's not going to be a lot of it. No. My no. dad is ecstatic. Oh, I'm sure he is. And let me tell you why. There's that gin back there behind his house that is like the nastiest gin that anybody has ever gone by. And it just fogs his house up with dirt. I could see that. So, you know, I mean, he's hoping you get some good Milo or corn yields, but doesn't hurt his feelings at all. In fact, makes him happy there's no cotton around. You know, I can see that. <clears throat> I get it. I live far enough into town. This is not a problem for me. Really? Yeah. <clears throat> I didn't know if it... And I think my house is sealed up a little better. Yeah, I didn't know if it would still cause a problem there in town or if maybe he just more It'll sensitive still... to the dirt. Well, no, I'm talking like... Mama has to clean every day. Really? Like even, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. And like his back porch would just have gin dust. Really? Yes. It makes the gin dust just, I thought it was just the the dust in the air would have bothered like his sinuses or well, something. It does that too, but it like the cleanliness of his house goes down. You know, I could see it a little bit, but not that. I wouldn't have thought it had been that drastic. See, I wouldn't have thought it had been that bad either, because you figure he's got those trees on the one side of his house that are going to kind of block some stuff from a certain direction, and then he's got those two big locust trees in the back, but I guess they normally lose their leaves by the time yeah. gin season gets pretty heavy. But you would still think that he would be almost kind of protected. Maybe he needs new windows and better insulation. Oh, he's got new windows. Oh, new doors? Uh, fairly new doors. <clears throat> I don't know what to tell you. You just, you just can't escape that shit, man. No, no. I mean, it is pretty fine. It's just a real fine powdery layer. By the of dust by, the time it gets anything. out of the gin, I mean, it is it is pretty fine because they do have filtration systems that are supposed to not. Do summer. they? Most do they? Have I mean, like I understand systems. that they're a, they're a possibility, but I don't think they're in use. Maybe not. So no, um. I don't even remember where we started on that one. But, Just what was what was um, going on in the, no, there's the not crop. Much. Not much. Yeah, not much cotton. A few people cutting some milo and some corns. Yeah, we got we did some corn the last week and then finally got swapped over to milo towards the end of the week, right before it froze and got a little rainy icy. Should have just had both combines running. We did have both combines running. Well, you should have had them both running the whole time. I don't think we could have cut. We were pushing in the moisture. Oh, well, you could have cut something. I we drove pushing. by something the other day that I thought was drier than hell. Where was that? That might not have been yours. I don't know. You could have found something. You just got to look for it. I know one of the drier fields that we had, It was <clears throat> we had to wait a day to cut it. But we had a big, a higher wind, warmer day, yeah. and it dried it like, it dried it a fair amount. But it was still right there at the edge of the range. So... Well, what surprised me was the irrigated was as close to the dry land as it was. I could see that. Which it still ended up being just slightly over their limit. That's fine. I mean, they took it. Nobody's called me yet. I it's cut, fine. Cut nine and a half loads that day. 
I ain't got much going on. That's that is the problem when your elevator shuts down at four and you start on a place at three. <laughs> Turns out none of your loads make it in. They can just keep sending you trucks. No nothing. <laughs> nothing. You know what? I just kept loading trucks. My combine set is dry enough, so I just kept going. Yeah, that's what you got to do. It'd be a little bit of a dock, but it, it's better to have it out of the field. I think at this point. Don't have to worry about it falling over if it's in a grain bin. Or at least I don't because I'm not worried about that grain bin falling over. I've already got the scale ticket from the elevator. That's fair. It's not my responsibility anymore. Until they go bankrupt and can't pay you. That's fair. Which I guess you have a grain bin collapse on you. That That's becoming a more real possibility. I mean, I feel like you probably got insurance. You just got to hope it doesn't fall down for the right reasons. There you go. Or the wrong reasons. Depends on which way you're looking at it. Yeah. But, I mean, we've all seen those videos of grain bins falling over. Did you see the one the other day of that dude that stabbed the forks into the bin? Yeah, did he stab the forks trying to knock the bin over, or was he just not paying attention and drove the This one was into- full. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, was his bin plugged up, and he was just trashing the bin? Or what was going on there? Because it almost looked intentional. I don't think it was on purpose. But I do think that he panicked whenever he tried to pull out of that bin. I can see that. Because, I mean, when that when that bin gave out, it like pushed the tractor out of the way and shit. It was... Yeah, and all you see is people running. Yeah, I, I would not have wanted to be the guy on that open cab tractor. Um, because here's the deal. You don't, you don't just tear down a bin like that because it's plugged up. Well, see, that's why I was wondering, like, if he had a bridge or something down at the bottom, and he well, was trying to open up with the forks. I know, I, you know, some people have dumb ideas. Okay, like I thought maybe he was trying to make a hole in the side of it to open up the bin, like to get some more grain out of it, and just had a wildly horrible idea. I don't know. But, I mean, it turns out when you... I'm pretty sure that bin was just damn near full because there was a whole lot of grain on the ground. Oh, there was a whole down. lot of grain. Like, it might not have been full to the top, but it was damn sure higher than that little open cab tractor was going to get. And, you know, you you wouldn't think about just taking one panel out of the side of a bin being that important, but you sideload a bin like that. Yeah. And, I mean, they, it just topples. Yeah. But I mean, you think about how much pressure there is on the side of those things. So I heard a story one time, not in the bin, but it's a very similar fertilizer tank situation. Okay. As a, my boss's boss a long time ago, he used to own his own fertilizer company, him and his dad. And they opened this new plant somewhere down south of Lubbock. I don't remember where it was. Their original place was just north and a little bit west of Lubbock. So, uh, guy calls him one day and says, Hey boss, you need to get over here. Like right now. He said, why? He said, you need to get here right now. So he jumps in his pickup he was living, I think in Lubbock. He hauls ass to his new plant. He shows up. The whole yard's got like eight inches of 1034. Oh, they had built this new tank. You know, you're supposed to stagger where the seams are. They had put one seam straight up the whole side of that tank. Oh no. And so you get one little weak spot, and that whole tank just went... Just split like a zipper. 
And he said that it was that plant was in a little bit of a low spot, and there was just four eight inches of ten thirty four row everywhere. Oh, I bet that's a huge hickey to have to take. Um, and it turned out worse because he had insurance, but the insurance was saying that it wasn't built right, and the contractor was saying, "Well, you approved it," and he was saying, "Well, I didn't, I, I, yeah, I didn't but know. I didn't inspect it. Like I've got an inspection letter right here from this guy, independent, but you built it." And so the insurance didn't want to pay. The contractor wouldn't come up with it. Well, the contractor did offer to fix the tank for a small well, fee. That was nice. <laughs> yeah, mighty wide of Because that's what fee. you're really worried about right there is the tank value. Um, yeah. Apparently that was a bit of a clusterfuck. Oh, I imagine. It's a, that would be a nightmare. Just, I would have liked to have seen it. You know, I... I, I don't I want to be a part of it. I don't like that guy. He was a good dude. I'm... I'm sh- I'm sure he was very animated about it. It was a good time. Oh, I'm sure. Good time. Oh, I bet that little short guy got some kind of banana shape about it. Get down. Ugh. Yeah. Oh, that just that just kind of hurts just thinking about that. I bet prices took a jump that year, Royce. Was it that big of a? Or you mean just his prices? Just his prices. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe everybody. I don't know. Quit, quit, dog. You uh, <clears throat> you suppose he did a little math? How much do I have to sell at what price to cover the price of that? You know, I don't know, but I'm sure his bills got just a little bit, a little bit caught up there while he's waiting on all that stuff. Um, oh hey, I've got a correction that we need to make. In last week's episode, we were talking about Texas Beverage and Package in Canyon, Texas. Yes. They are not on the west side of the road. They are on the east side of the road. That is correct. I said west. I meant east. It is definitely the east side of the road. Still easy to find. Going through my notes here. Um, yeah. There's nothing across the road from it. But. No, that there is nothing on the east side, of, or on the west side of the road. It is. I'm pretty sure it's just a field. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Here's a non-farming related story for you. Okay. Do you recall hearing about some <coughs> walleye tournament fishermen got caught? Yeah, shoving lead and lead and fish fillets yeah, in fish their fish. Fillets. I forget about the fish fillets. Fish fillets the fish. To keep them from rattling. Yeah. Pretty ingenious. Obviously, they'd done it before. Um, they had a practice round or two of this. Apparently, them old boys got themselves in a little bit more hot water. Oh, what'd they do this time? Uh, poaching deer. They just do not want to do anything legal. Apparently, they've been poaching deer for like five years, and they've got proof of it. Oh, that is not good. Poaching, they were harvesting deer without a license because their license had been revoked for a previous infraction before the walleye scam. So these are just some shady characters. These guys are just real. Model citizens. <laughs> this is just who you want your kids hanging out with. So he shot deer for like five years. Whenever his and he got them mounted, like they're hanging up in his house. Really? And so they go to the taxidermist. They say, "Hey, did you mount this deer? Yeah. When'd you do it? Here, this, this you know, this this year, this year, this year, this year. Like, do you know he didn't have a license? I'm assuming taxidermist got cut a deal. Go ahead and cor- collab corrupt corroborate corroborate. Corroborate because 
It wouldn't be collaborate. He was working with the feds. Wouldn't be corroborate. Cooperate. 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 (laughs) Oh. It's what brains crave. Um, (laughs) And so also, this guy got caught at the local bar. Okay. With fake $100 bills. Ran up big bar tab, went to pay. Lady took the old marker out. <laughs> that ain't real. Like, shit. Well, then they, they you know, obviously they called cops. And was it Secret Service that does that? Yeah. Secret Service. And they start going around all the other. He's been passing out fake $100 bills everywhere. Like this. <clears throat> wow. Just wow. That's, I mean, <clears throat> this, so, this, it just keeps getting worse. Because, I mean, at first you think, all right, the guy was cheating on a fishing tournament. That's, I mean, that's that's horseshit. But, I mean, it's out of all the crimes he could have that's done. That's a lot of fraud. That is a fair amount of fraud. Because you figure he won like 200-something thousand dollars. A bass boat, all sorts of stuff. Well, I was like total cash. I think it was like 200, 250,000 dollars. Yeah. Off of cheating. I mean that's a, that's a fair amount of fraud. I mean I've heard of more. That, I have to. That's what I'm saying. It's a fair amount of fraud. But obviously, like he gets caught doing that. He's caught poaching deer now. He knew he was poaching deer whenever he was cheating on the fishing tournament. He's passing out fake hundred dollar bills. Obviously, he knew he was. I don't think he was printing them, but he knew where they were coming from. He knew they weren't real because the lady even said he didn't seem real surprised whenever she marked on them. The hundred dollar bill. He seemed surprised whenever she pulled out the marker. <laughs> oh no 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 no! So you don't really need that marker, do you? Like, man? at what point do you just start shooting people? Like shooting him, or yes. he goes on a shooting spree? Like, like we're because done. Because his life like, is in the dust. We're done with fines. We're done with jail. Like, obviously, you cannot follow the rules of civilization. Has he gone to jail? I didn't think he'd gone to jail. I think he went to jail for a little bit over the wall, I do. See, I didn't know if he had or not. I, I think he might currently be there. And if he's not currently there, he's probably going to be there pretty quick because of the poaching incident. Yeah, between the poaching and the uh, the fraud, or forgery. Yeah. You know, even if he wasn't the forger, he should, if he knew that they were... Fake bills. I, I think you can get in some pretty deep shit for that. All right, buddy, come on. I think I need to go out. Come on. I think she's asleep, bud. No, she's not. Oh. Do you hear me, Caitlin? Let your own damn dog out, bud. I could have, but I didn't want to go downstairs. I can occupy these people. I got a pause button. But okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna put so did you hear the story about the guys that killed the three or four whooping cranes? I, I don't think I heard that one, no. They were in Oklahoma, they shot four whooping cranes. On purpose? Or did they not realize they were whooping cranes? I'm figuring it was a little dark. 
Because, I mean, you still... I, I can see you getting, you're going to get in trouble for shooting whooping cranes. Oh, they did get in trouble. You, they got you, lots of trouble. They shot get, the whooping cranes, and then they hauled ass. Because, you know, there is, like, not a whooping crane... crane in the wild that doesn't have a fucking GPS collar. Oh, yeah, no, they're the, the whooping cranes are highly protected. Yeah, you know, there was like 400, now there's 396. Um, <laughs> they know. Yeah. So they, they killed three or four whooping cranes. Didn't get caught for like a year. Then they finally caught them tracking their cell phones. They could tell who was pinging off the towers in that area at that time. Because they are not just like a GPS caller that like pings once an hour. It's like real time up to really? date. If that bird quits moving, it's calling for help. I did not know that, but I'm not surprised. And I think it also records their body temperature. Like so not, as soon as they not start maybe cooling. to the degree, but like it yeah. knows whenever that's a dead bird. <laughs> Within 30, 40 minutes, it, it knows it's a it's a dead bird. Yeah. So, anyway, they got caught doing that. And they got, I think their licenses revoked. And they had to pay a pretty good fine. Not not as hefty a fine as I thought it was going to be. Really? So, I'm figuring that it was probably a mistake. And then they just hauled ass. And so, yeah, they still got in trouble. They probably got in a little more trouble than had they just called and said, hey, guys, we fucked up. We, we fucked up bad. But they didn't get in that much trouble. Those guys I'm fine with. They made a mistake. They fucked up. They ran off. Should have fessed up to it. Would have been easier if they'd have fessed up to it. But. But they didn't. And I don't know what I would do if I'm out there hunting with my buddies and a family of whooping cranes comes in and we blast them all. First off, well, I'm just going to be surprised that they all fight the ground. Right? <laughs> that is true. Like, well, we couldn't if, hit a goddamn if, thing before this. If but me now and we my prob- friends now knock out a family group of whooping cranes. Darwin, man. They probably had it coming. Well, after this story, I think we're going to, after we get done cleaning our drawers out, because we realize what we've done, we're just going to take one on the chin. We're going to call the old game warden. Yeah. But I mean, realistically, we're just going to leave a bunch of cripples out there. So (laughs) if you don't kill them, was there a crime committed? Like we're probably going (laughs) to knock off the GPS collars and the bird's going to fly off. We're going to pick it up and call it like, Hey, we got this GPS collar shot off a bird. Do we get anything for it? (laughs) Is this one of those with a, with a bounty on it? Or? <laughs> oh, there's a bounty. <laughs> <laughs> Our dumbasses aren't even going to realize they were whooping cranes. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we hunt with a guide. But <laughs> So like those guys, I understand we're going to give them another chance. This other dipshit. He knew what he was doing. He knew what he was doing every time he did something wrong. Because I don't even know why he got his license revoked. <clears throat> Because he had to do something in the first place or, or he wouldn't have been poaching deer. I mean, it, it had to be borderline poaching because that's a big reason why they take your license away from you. Generally speaking, you know, yes. I can't think of of another infraction that wouldn't be just poaching unless it was accidental poaching. But still. No, I don't, I don't know. I'm not that familiar with the laws. But anyway, so like this jackass gets in trouble, keeps hunting. Gets his license back because he didn't get caught getting in trouble. <clears throat> Cheats in this walleye deal. And it's not like he's out there so trying to So did he lose feed... his hunting license and his fishing license or just his hunting license? Okay, so this all happened in like 2018, I think. It's a story I read. The poaching incidents. Okay. So he lost his hunting license. Then he got it back, got the fishing deal. 
and decided he, let's he feed it the he fish. He can't hunt or fish now. Yeah. Probably because he's in prison if he's not, he should be. Or shot. Um, but Somebody's the thing is, fishing like, with him. it's not like he was out there poaching deer to feed his family. He's not out there catching a fish out of season or keeping small fish or something to feed his family. Like, he's just mounting deer on the wall. Fuck, he probably didn't even keep the meat because he seems like that kind of douchebag. It's just going to set him out and try to find some endangered species to shoot off of <laughs> a bone pit. The wall ideal, that's just for money. Yeah, that was, that was all money. Yeah. And he had to have a certain amount of money because he can afford to go fishing every weekend on the walleye tournament. With a decent enough bass or a decent enough boat to catch Which enough the boat fish. That got co- the boat that got confiscated was a sponsor boat. Well, I know. But you How have to start you like out with to something. be Ranger Bass Boats? Get your fucking boat confiscated because you the guy you backs a dipshit. Well, was it a sponsored boat or was it a sponsor? Was it a deal like he won the boat? Because I thought it was a boat that he had won. I thought he was sponsored, but I, I could be. Wrong. I didn't know if it was a deal where he won the boat and so they were like, all right, you get the Ranger Either boat way, and a little bit of a sponsor. You give Ranger the boat back. And they may have. I mean, the state may have after they. Caught, oh, did they not? No, 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 no. That's a state boat now. Well, you know, at that point. That's going in one of them auctions. It's already right off for Ranger. I mean, that's true. It's sunk cost. It's either Everyone going in one a of sponsorship boat. It's either going in uh, in one of them auctions or the what state were they in? Is up north, wasn't it? Ohio, maybe, because I think they were fishing on Lake Erie. I couldn't remember if it's Ohio, Illinois, but I knew it was up in that. Kind of northern Midwest had to be somewhere around there because, like I said, it was Lake Erie. Yeah, um, but yeah, the, those state boys, those game wardens, have a nice boat that they're going out catching people on. I don't claim to be a boat expert, but I can tell you this much: if game wardens coming after you and a ranger, you might as well just stop. <laughs> That's why I'm saying <laughs> <laughs> they may have kept that. That may have been one they're like. That is, I think we're just mountain red and blues on this one, boys. That is and an now overpowered, Ranger, lightweight boat. And now Ranger has sponsored the Department of Fish and Wildlife. Yeah. Because you know most of those guys are going to keep the Ranger sign on the side of it. Yeah. They're just going to add blue and whites to it. you got to have the flashing lights pull somebody over, even on the water. You're not wrong. I've so, seen that show. A couple of them. I've been a part of that. Not the show. But I've been pulled over on Lake. <laughs> See, I never have. Yeah, you have. You're with me. Tags were out on uh, Greenbelt. We were out there skiing or something one day. Or they were about to go out. Oh, yeah. I forgot about Which that. Which they were real cool. They just... I, I saw them glassing me and I thought, well, okay, let's see what the fuck they want. And they came over and they're like, hey, we're just checking your tags. They go out next month. I'm like, yeah, I've got them. I just didn't put them on. I'm like, all right, well, make sure you do that before you come out again. That's the end of it. Probably because I saw him glassing me and I thought, all right, what I'm are we just doing? going to stop. Let's see what's going on here. But anyway, what a piece of shit. Really not a good person. Uh, do you do you have anything else that you would like to I mean, I've kind of got a stupid social media. I don't know if I can find the post again. 
But it was a guy, I'm thinking up in that area we were just talking about, had a picture of, I'm guessing a custom application rig, because you know a lot of people up there hire somebody, put their anhydrous out for them. Correct. But it was clearly pulling an anhydrous rig. And I mean, he was just floored that somebody was putting anhydrous out when it was above 50 degrees outside. And I'm sitting here thinking, oh, I just did that for the last three months. <laughs> a month and a half for sure. But, I mean, why does everybody have to dog on somebody else for or something? And he was he was dogging on the farmer. He's dogging on the insurance salesperson or uh, fertilizer, the anhydrous. anhydrous salesperson. Saying, yeah, somebody just trying to get their uh, their numbers up for the month or trying to cut a deal or something, trying to push this. And, you know, everybody knows this isn't going to work. And I'm like, uh, maybe not in your area. Maybe he's from somewhere else and just moved up there, didn't know any better. Maybe he's doing something you don't know about. And there were a couple people that commented on it that, well, maybe he's doing winter wheat. Well, there's only 200 acres of winter wheat in the whole whole state. You know, but why does everybody have to get in somebody else's business, post it on social media, and try and make a big deal out of it? It goes back to what we were talking about on the last episode. Somebody just thinks they're smarter than everybody else and tries to brag about it. Yeah. But, which I know me and you go back and forth. Like, why is this good person odds, doing good odds. that? Well, but, there's, there's things that are stupid, and then there's things that are just like, okay, that's a little dicey. I don't know if I would do that. Yeah. Maybe he had a deal on anhydrous right there. Maybe that was the only time he. Maybe like he, he runs a John Deere tractor and some bitch's been broke down all summer. I've had that happen. I know the feeling. Like, make hay when the sun shines, like, right? All <laughs> sorts of things that could have happened. But yeah, I'll go back and see if I can find that post. But I mean, the guy was just really being an ass about it. And there's a lot of that goes on, and I think it mostly comes down to, uh, hell, he was probably a sales rep. May have been. He just pissed, bent out of shape. That old boy bought his anhydrous somewhere else. Could have been. It could be anything. But Yeah, I didn't realize best practice was when the soil temp is below 50 degrees to put out anhydrous. I think it depends a lot on your soil temperature or your soil type. Yeah. But I think your bigger part is going to be your moisture. And so depending on where that guy is that might have it might correlate heavily with the the temperature and the moisture level okay because you figure if it's in the midwest and it's cold good odds it's going to be wet too well, that's a fair and point. that makes sense that it helped the anhydrous stick well yeah maybe if it's cold cold and wet it's not going to leach as bad i don't know I don't know about that, but just saying. I know they're the ones that are worried about leaching. I'm so just bad. saying, who's bitching about how they put out anhydrous? It's the most inefficient form of fertilizer you got. Like, fuck it, just put it out there. See if some sticks. That's why you only put it out when it's cheap. Yeah. I don't know. I know guys put it out every year. Well, usually it is the cheapest for or form of nitrogen. I know guys that are. Growing really good corn, and they side dress with fucking anhydrous every year, and everybody says, "Oh, you're gonna burn shit out of that corn." Well, fucking hadn't yet. Yeah, I, you do it right, and it's fine. Some people are just lucky. Yeah, yeah, and there's that too. 
Some people can get away with it. Some people can get away with anything. Obviously not that boy up north that was cheating in the basketball. No, the he's, he's, he should have learned a long time ago. He's He comes from a long line of losers. <laughs> Eventually his luck just completely played out. And when it played out, by God, it was done. He took it hard, right on the chin. <laughs> right on the chin. But um, no, back on your deal. I, I think that it comes down to there's 6,600 languages in this world and some people just want to talk shit. That is a very good way to put it. Yeah. But yeah, I mean that that's that was that was what I had for stupid social media for today. You know, I've got more to talk about, but this has been an hour and twenty minutes, and I think that might be lengthy. So we're just okay. I'm, I'm ready to call her quits. Well, let's call her quits. I think. Um. Yeah, I think so. It's another one I wanted to call somebody, but he's probably busy. Okay. At this point in the evening. So we're going to move on to beer trivia. Royce. All right. The United States National Beer Day is on what date? Honoring the day Prohibition's End was signed into law. Can I have my choices? Like it's going to help. It's, it's not. March 5th, May 21st, April 7th, or October 14th? I'm liking April 7th. Well, you're lucky there. Was I really? You picked your birthday month, didn't you? <laughs> A little bit, but I was, which there were two others in the spring, but I was thinking it was in the spring, so I just went in the middle of them. Okay. Which congressional act allowed the sale of beer with an alcohol content of 3.2 or less in 1933? Is that the Volstead Act? Nope. That is one of the choices, but that is the wrong choice. I knew the Volstead. Uh, the Volstead was prohibition, wasn't it? Yep. You got any options? Do I just have to keep Well, you've guessing? got the Glass-Steagall Act, the Volstead Act, the Coogan Act, or the Cohen-Harrison Act. Coogan? No. You, Coogan you want, sounds like he'd like to party. <laughs> you want the you want the two choices? Well, I already guessed two of them. <laughs> well, I mean, do you want your, your two D. easy choices? It is D. Okay. Because the other one that was circled was the Volstead Act. Oh, okay. So if I'd given you the two... <laughs> I was really going to softball it in there for you. Yeah. Well, those, those, are, those were two pretty hard ones to find. <laughs> all right. Well, we would like to thank all of our wonderful sponsors again. Uh, thanks for helping us put on this show. Thanks for all that you do. Cliffs Farms up there in Martinsville, Saskatchewan. Just outside. Just outside. They got some attention sons and a main and Jew heifer going in a sale. Yeah, look up that sale if you're National in it for Western a uh, maintainer. I think it's one of their big sales. Well, I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure it is, but I don't remember the name of it. I'm not from fucking Canada. <laughs> well, I'm saying anybody from up north there is probably going to know about it. Refer to the beginning of the show. Um, and don't hit that with a hammer. <laughs> <laughs> we got Mo Cattle Company. Four bulls. Five bulls. Four sale. Not uh, four bulls. Four sale. I mean, if you really want that fifth one. We'll go four bulls for sale. Meat club lambs. No bulls for sale. But they do have sheeps <laughs> not on the cheap. That's how we're going to start ranking our livestock people. How many bulls they have for sale. <laughs> <laughs> they may not have bulls, but they've got cheeps. <laughs> they got cheeps. <laughs> not on the sheeps. <laughs> you got Texas Beverage and Package and Groom, Texas. No bulls. 
nobles for sale. Lots of bourbons. Lots of several lots tequilas. Lots of scotches, lots of tequilas. The selection of the non-bourbon and non-tequila at the new store, pretty good. It's fantastic. Yeah. Craft beer. We'd sure like to have some over in Groom, Jared. Um, also, we got Ballard Guns. White Deer, Texas. No bulls. No bulls, no bullshit pricing. There you That's go. That's what they've got. I like it. Hit carry up if you need something. Thanks, everybody.